0: Welcome to our Living in the Garden podcast. We cannot even begin to express how grateful we are that you are here with us today as we share in our friendship with you and one another. You're here with Allie, Haley, and Taylor, and we are overjoyed to walk through this living garden hand in hand with you. Join us each week as we chat about authentic friendship, our struggle buses, accompaniment, and all
1: of the happies and crappies in between. Without further ado, grab a cup of coffee or a
0: rice cake, cuddle up in your comfy, and let the fun begin.
1: Welcome back everybody. We are here with the Living in the Garden podcast and we are just very very grateful to have you with us. This week we are having a conversation about liturgical living which is something that was new to all of us probably as we entered college because one of our missionary, your missionary friends really helped us to learn what it is but we have grown to love it and have found a lot of fun ways to celebrate and live liturgically so we would just love to share that with you. Uh, But first, how about we start off with some roses and thorns for the week, per usual. Uh, Taylor, you ready to jump right into this?
0: I am ready. I have some. One bigger one for the week. I think it might not seem big to some people, but I went out to eat tonight. And you two know that I despise onions. Despise Mm. them, absolutely. And so I'm there, I'm ordering, and me and this other girl are sharing. We are getting this quesadilla, and she doesn't like onions either. So we say, hi, can you have the quesadilla with no onions? But when I get my side of it, it literally is loaded, but I can't return it because I've already eaten it and this other girl likes it. And I'm just sitting here like, oh my gosh, now I have to eat a whole quesadilla full of onions. And it was really hard actually and probably a big humility moment, but a big thorn in my life because I just didn't enjoy the food experience. The company, good, the food, trash.
2: (laughs) So that was a bummer sorry that was dramatic
0: but I needed to let it all out I just got back from this horrible meal anyway moving on positive experience now um this weekend I went home and my dad washed my car and I know I've told you about this but it really lightened my life because it's just the little things that make me the happiest so yeah that's my rose in the storm.
1: Taylor I have to confess something on the air right now don't do it. <laughs> what I have to you know how my dad was helping with your car yeah he goes Allie I don't know how to tell this to Taylor so you're her friend and maybe you can tell her but that girl needs a car wash
0: I <laughs> know oh, I did I was really yeah. embarrassed when I gave it to him because I knew it did so badly but I was like it was in that season where it was super super cold you remember yeah. Yep. And I was like, well, I don't really know what to do about this, but I know it was trash, so he was correct. <laughs> And he goes, I tried to wash some of it off and just blackness fell off from underneath. And I was like, <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> I was like, how do I casually bring that into conversation with her dad? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. I hate it. I'm so glad you got a car wash,
0: though. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've had ones prior to, like before, just now. I've done it myself. <laughs> But when your dad had my car, that was its all-time low, for sure. And that- car wash was just not a priority in my life. When I
2: was sure that you it was so cold, and I remember you saying that you needed to car wash, but you couldn't, because it was so cold.
0: It was, like, literally negative 30. Like, what was I supposed to do?
1: Yeah, no, there's really nothing you can do. It was just funny, but... It was a bummer. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I can jump on in. My low for well this is actually kind of very sad but tomorrow is my last day with my kiddos at school and so it really just hit me um how much I've grown to love them and I'm very very sad to leave them I feel like I I don't know I have a really hard time when I give just pieces of my heart away and then have to say goodbye and leave um and so I literally just cried the whole way home today and I was trying to pray a rosary so it was something like like Hail Mary pull of grace and then I just broke down and then that's how it went from there um so I'm looking forward to tomorrow because I have some fun little treats for them but also sad Lord will provide the grace uh my high for the week though I would say is Last weekend, I was taking some of my tests for licensure, and it very much exhausted me, and I was just kind of overwhelmed with a lot of things, kind of running around doing all the things, and I got to a certain point, and Jordan, being the sweet man he is, was like, how about I draw you a bath? I was like, sir, thank you. And so it was really nice to just be loved in that way and to take some time, uh, holy leisure, kind of like we were talking about last week, just literally taking some time to rest, Um, so I played some very nice jazz music, had a little cup of coffee, and took a nice bath, and it was delightful, so that was my high for the week. So my thorn
2: for the week was losing my patience, and then the guilt that follows afterwards out of my, like, reaction of losing my patience, so just, like, dwelling in the past kind of of that kind of thing has been kind of hard for me this week is the patience have been low because the sleep has also been low. And then my rose for the week has been taking lots of like runs and walks around the lake when I have my free time. Because sometimes like those endorphins are the only things to keep you going and a little bit of a runner's high helps me a little bit. So that has been my rose.
0: Question. Are you running with 40-pound bags of weights on your back to train for your trip? (laughs)
2: No, that's, that's week four. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, you have a plan. I was unaware.
1: I actually did create a plan two oh, days. Yes. Yeah, I literally watched her, like, do some reading while she was doing, like, sit-ups and squats <laughs> and push-ups. I was like, how are you doing this right now? <laughs> I
2: didn't have time, and I didn't want the person to yell at me for not reading, so I had to do it at the same time because I didn't have time to do both of them, so I just did them both at the same time
0: you're a mad woman but I love it p.m. <laughs> all, right. all right well going off of that liturgical living what is it I was gonna ask you what is it oh well I, I'll give my answer first and then you can give your answer and build off it how's that sound all right <laughs> okay so I've be like what liturgical living is, is really diving into the church's seasons that they already give us. So, um, the seasons like Advent, Lent, Christmas, Easter, Pentecost, like whatever the season is, really diving into it and living it out well. And then, along with that, um, living out different feast days well. So, like um, Marian feast days, feast days of your favorite saints. So, um, just doing things to like celebrate and to live those out in an intentional way. I'm Would not anything to add?
1: better than that. Yeah, I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> no nope. I think you hit it right on the nose. <laughs> Very answer. Yeah no I think that's so good and the reason why it's become something really beautiful for us to celebrate is just kind of what you were saying at the end there that it helps us to enter into those seasons and to have some intentionality with it and so sometimes I think we just pass it by and we're like oh cool like it's Advent right now um or like oh cool it's a feast day like pray for us uh but really to like to draw to draw us deeper into the meaning of the day in the season and then um to just intentionally celebrate it in a very prayerful way but also in a very like fun way that like raises our soul up to to heaven to celebrate with them Yes. it's kind of what I feel like it does to us and it also just gives us something to look forward to like I really get pumped up for feast days we when we had a calendar we would write them on we would have something to look forward to we would plan it out and it just yeah it really allows you to draw yourself in and then look forward to these these moments
0: that the church has given us to celebrate. Because it's so funny too, people always talk about how like quote unquote boring the Catholic church is, right? But like the church gives us these days to celebrate because we are a church of like celebration and joy. So they've given us these days to do exactly that. So we should take advantage of it. So, so true. And I also think I was,
1: you know, well, Taylor, you do know, because you read the mom blogs of the Catholic world. Uh, But I feel like I've been reading different books and also just looking at different websites and whatnot, which we can get into later. But just thinking about even if you have kids down the road, help like building these habits of now to eventually like lead your family in this or lead your kids. Like right now, we're doing it as friends and we're accompanying one another in it. But when you can I don't know, like, part of me just wishes, like, as a child, I knew what the Annunciation was so that I could celebrate that day, you know what I mean? And so helping them enter into it, maybe that they don't fully know what it is yet, but they, they can have, like, some sort of tradition or something to go off of from a young age and then slowly just grow in that as they continue to grow older in their faith. So, all around, it's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think as humans, too, like, everybody loves to celebrate.
2: Like, when birthdays come around, it's a party. And same with the feast days, it's just another way to celebrate the church on those days. Oh yeah, Yeah. so true.
0: And I feel like I always say this, I think the one major part lacking in my Catholic education growing up was knowledge about feast days and the saints. I knew literally nothing. So this has been such a cool way to continue learning because a saint's feast day is going to happen like, you know, every day almost there's like a feast day so you can learn something new every day about that seat and it just works so easily into your schedule when you like look at it like that way
1: so so true okay should we get into like some details of what does it look like what do we mean by celebrating liturgically or even living liturgically I feel like mm-hmm. there's quite a few different categories I mean we can just give examples as we go throughout of some things we've done and then we can give some resources we have too yeah sounds like a plan Right. Well, one of my favorite ways to celebrate a feast day is literally through food and drink, which is something that is already incorporated into my day. So there you have it. Uh but yeah, we all love to cook, we all love to bake. Um we like to drink. I don't know how to say that. Well, okay, it doesn't necessarily need to be alcohol. Um, but if it is, that's fun too. <laughs> okay. Pause. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um Literally cooking and so so many saints uh, come from different different regions of the world different cities different things like that some of them had favorite meals and so literally making food that is that either like comes from their area or that they're known for is such a beautiful way to celebrate because you're literally just living your life right alongside them doing your everyday thing but adding the touch of heaven into it I feel like in that and that way which is fun and intentional and usually gives you different, like, recipes to try, Mm -hmm. um, which is a little bit different from your normal, which makes it a feast and a celebration in that sense.
0: Allie, what has been your favorite, um, like, feast meal or treat that you've ever made? Because you're really into that.
1: I am really into it. Jordan got me a cookbook. Uh, well, I guess even last, okay, so for the Feast of St. Joseph, we made these, uh, puff pastries, which turned out to be very, very delicious. Uh, even though it was kind of weird because Italy claimed St. Joseph, even though he's not from there, but hey, I'm gonna go with the tradition. We made the puff pastries. They were delicious. And then typically he's known for spaghetti, but the beautiful thing about it is that, uh, and we can go into this as well, but as we've kind of gone along, like you find different traditions and whatnot, but then you make your own. And so we weren't really feeling spaghetti, but we're like, hmm, what's something else that we can make uh, that would be similar to that? So we made like a milky soup. Um, so yeah, just that was that was a good one. I'm trying to think. I'll think if there's some other ones that I can't think of right now, but I love to eat.
2: What was your one that you ate in Egypt?
1: Oh yeah, that was really good. We made cabbage rolls. It took me literally <laughs> three hours to make these <laughs> cabbage rolls. And so that's also something you can do. It's like um, you're, you become a saint in the process of making some of these foods. <laughs> and so I think that's the whole point. But it's so much fun to like, really take the time and again it can become so much like holy leisure as well and really allow you to enter into the day but it's so fun to try these things because when when else are you just going to randomly say let's make cabbage rolls and let's do it for three hours what what saint work cabbage rolls it
2: was from egypt it's really awkward that i don't remember the name
0: of it thanks for calling <laughs> me out <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was like i've never heard that it was Sorry, the- I did not mean to do <laughs> that. Yes, I remember the
2: Coca cola of like a four course really- the table covered in food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I
0: But even, I just want to put it out there too. Like if people aren't really big into cooking, like on a feast day, just have a treat. Like just go get ice cream from Dairy Queen. Like that's a way to celebrate to you. So you don't need to spend three hours making cabbage rolls. If you want to, I 100% support that, but also recognize that it doesn't have to be a super big thing like that. It can be really little.
1: All power to the cabbage, but yeah, (laughs) good feast day (laughs) latte is good as well. Yes. Oh man, that's funny. Sorry for that tangent. I love that.
0: I think one of my favorite ways to enter in, um, besides food right now has been little crafts and that is just my little teacher brain going at it. So like, For this next week, which is Holy Week, I have a coloring sheet for every day of the week because why not? You know, that's gonna be like their I'm done work is the themed coloring sheet. But then also, um, yeah, different crafts to go with the saints. So like um, a couple months ago when it was Our Lady of Lords celebrating her, we made like grottos for her. Um, Just different crafts like that I've really been loving and the kids love too. So if you have little kids in your life, do a craft with them because I think they'll remember it too. Like the whole experience, which is cool.
1: I remember when you got us coloring sheets. I still remember. That. Yeah, I I drew colorful llamas.
0: Yeah. Really yes. Oh my goodness, I forgot about that. That was beautiful.
1: And we hung it on the fridge.
0: Yeah, it, it rose, rose to the on. On. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You gotta get yourself subscribed to like the Catholic Mom blogs, like email lists, because then they send you free things, like really good coloring sheets. That's why I remember some of the Saint Day, like feast days because they just come right to my inbox so how can I forget
1: true that's honestly mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. I have a calendar that will tell you of have this calendar too but ha- I have a calendar that has this mm, names of the saints on them and even uh, when we didn't have that we would just look it up each month and then we would re- write it on our calendar so we know which like feast days are coming up of which saints So that's a nice way to remember as well yes Haley what are some of your favorite ways to liturgically live
2: uh, I think my favorite way that I did, like, liturgically live in the past was when I was able to go to the ceramics room and, like, make something, like, inspired from that day. So I remember, mm. I think it was St. Faustina's feast day, and mm. so I did, like, um, a carving of, like, the blood and water uh, from the image that was, was it was a vision? No. Yeah. Dream. Okay, came yeah. Okay, in a vision of Jesus. Oh, I trust in you. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it was. So I was, like, inspired by that. So that's probably one of my favorite ways to
1: do art. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just top the rest of us. <laughs> <here>. <laughs>
2: but there's some days when you, like, intentionally go into something and then it all shatters. And you're like, freaking. Oh, my. She's <laughs> like, all holiness goes out the window. <laughs> but the Lord appreciates it when I try. <laughs>
0: Yes. That's the thing. All they, like the Lord wants us to do is try, um, even in liturgical living. I mean, obviously liturgical living is by no way required of you to do, but it makes it so much more fun. So if you're just trying, like the saints see it, Jesus sees it. And that's all that matters really. So true.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. one of my other favorite things is flowers. And so I'm a I'm a flower gal. I love having fresh flowers on the table. And if there's certain flowers that kinda of go with the saints, I really love just getting a couple of those and putting them on the counter because then every single time I walk by that I'm reminded I'm like oh yeah it's their feast day today and it's just like a little mental reminder and then like a little prayer within that moment and so it's like seeing that or even just having different relics um, or little statues or pictures up of certain saints um, or even like Jesus on Divine Mercy Sunday which is coming up and all of those things just putting those out on display as like a a sign for us to remember throughout the day is something that I also really enjoy doing, and so particularly like lilies for St. Joseph, um, roses for or St. Lima, those of Lima, all of those kind of things, so like Uh, flowers.
0: And one of the last ways I guess I can kind of think of right now in this moment is dressing up. That's probably one of my favorite ways because I already love picking out my outfits the night before and being all intentional in that way, so things like, Wearing blue if it's a Marian feast day or um upcoming now, you can wear red for Palm Sunday or Good Friday. Like those are the liturgical colors of the day. So you can match the priest. I mean, isn't that fun? Um, or some of us have Marian earrings, those are fun too. Or um yeah, just dressing up to match whatever saint or season you're in is always another easy but fun way.
1: And if you have some cool socks, Taylor. <gasps>
0: Shout out to Ali Moga for getting me the coolest Socks of St. Therese, okay? They're from sacrilegious.com people. I would 100% bet this place. Very fun. She also got me a St. Therese candle. Yes. She's really good at that kind of stuff, so you can get all the gifts in your saint friend world. Seriously, anything that helps you enter
1: in more to the day. Um mm-hmm. I would also say I've um, obviously like increasing your prayer and going to the different sacraments on the feast days or just even in liturgical seasons helps you enter into it. Uh, like, for example, uh, for any Marian feasts or stuff like that, extra things happen in the mass, which just helps you to kind of center into it more. And then even... If you know that a feast day is coming up and you want to pray a novena to that saint um or if there's a prayer or something leading up to it 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 can also help you kind of enter into that season and into the feast a little bit more and give you something to look forward to so always honing in on the sacraments and prayer as well so that strategically
0: yes that is kind of the whole point isn't it the other stuff like dressing up and eating is kind of just like fun extras i think they all delight yeah, in it
2: though <laughs> just pop that candy and say saint joseph pray for us
0: call that's day. not true though Haley. it can be that simple i think
2: that's what i did <laughs> We no <know> i <laughs> ate chicken
0: that day <laughs> it was
2: friday so i ate some chicken i was like saint joseph pray
1: for
0: me <laughs> and he's like you got it girl <laughs> oh
1: that's so so good um yeah so where can some Can people find some resources? Taylor, I feel like you are the queen of resources when it comes to liturgical living.
0: Honestly, sometimes I don't even know how I get down the rabbit hole, but I tell you guys, once you make one Google search, you will just all of a sudden find yourself in the deep, dark hole of the mom blog world. And it's very beautiful. There are much worse places on the internet, so I would highly suggest. But I think my kind of like gateway drug, if you will, was, <laughs> is that too much? It's so
2: real. though. Going.
0: <laughs> you guys, got um, my like first big blog that I found was Catholic icing and they'll pop up probably number one on your search. If you ever type in like activities for whatever feast day, like she has everything. Um, and a lot of it's free, a couple of things you have to pay for, but I mean, you have like can pay for it in good conscience, you know, it's going to go to like a Catholic mom. So even if it's like a little bit there, I always feel like that's worth it. Um, so that's one of my favorite for sure, for sure. Um, And then I don't even know what the other ones are called because you just like start clicking links and all of a sudden you're in a whole new world and it's wonderful. So just give yourself a half an hour and you'll be good. (laughs) Another one I've really enjoyed
1: is the Catholic All-Year Compendium, uh, Literature Mm -hmm. Living for Real Life by Kendra Tierney. And so I also got that as a Christmas gift. And that one I really enjoyed uh, because she gives some just different ways to, live liturgically but she also kind of explains the history about it and where it came from and sometimes it takes me a while to like research all of that on my own and so it's nice when it's just kind of labeled for me in chronological order and I can be like cool what's coming up next um that's like a really nice one as well you can find that one on Amazon I can put these I'm going to put these in the show notes that's what I'm going to do check it out give it a click I've
0: I've heard that book be referred to as the um liturgical living bible
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: So it's like pretty legit if people really want to get into it.
2: I've heard that too and I don't know many people.
0: <laughs> you do too. Just um,
1: or just literally make up your own ideas. Haley, remember, what do what did we do for St. Sebastian's? Oh feast my day? gosh.
2: <laughs> we played Okay, we wanted to go outside and play tennis, but this was during the winter, wasn't it? Yes, it it was like January. Yeah, so it was like 9.30 p.m. and we still didn't do anything. So we pulled a Wii Sports and then we just played Wii Sports Mm -hmm. because he's the patron saint of athletes and sports. Yeah,
1: so you can be creative like that as well with things and kind of create your own traditions too. It was actually really fun. (laughs) It was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) So have you guys had any other favorite ways that you've celebrated? feast days or liturgical seasons
1: yeah so we had a all saints day party and i remember just really really loving that because first of all we were able to invite other people into it uh which is always a way to celebrate is to invite others into it with you so you can do some things personally but it's always more fun when you have a few people joining in on the festivities and so that day in particular we had we like everybody told us who their confirmation saint was or if they had like a special devotion to a saint or something like that so we made different food that represented the saints and so that was a fun board of food uh so we had like things for our lady of guadalupe and saint juan diego for saint therese for i don't even know what were all the other ones on there there was quite a few. We had so
0: many because I made that goodie bag too that incorporated like six saints
1: we did like Saint Isidore with the vegetables we had mama tea with the chai tea lattes literally everything it was wonderful <laughs> so so good and then we had like a whole table full of all of these saints images <laughs> we just literally took everything off of our walls from our rooms and put it in the dining room table and I don't know. It was just fun. Haley... That was
2: actually so funny. We took out everything that we had that was holy from yes. our rooms <laughs>
1: and put them on one
2: table. And I was like, oh it looked my. beautiful.
1: There's <laughs> a lot of Catholic things in one spot. And then... We are very
0: Catholic people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Haley made a Saint Guess Who game. And that was literally the bomb. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say that's like hands down my favorite like feast we've celebrated because we did it with so many wonderful human beings who were and we're all growing to sainthood and so it was just really such like a joy-filled afternoon.
0: Haley I have an idea yeah. for you need to use our All Saints Day picture in the podcast, like for the Instagram. Show the people what they could get. It's
2: a great idea. No, I'm just gonna do all the holy things that we had on the table and that's it.
0: i think that's bad anyway i know sorry
1: (laughs) uh what are some ideas i guess being as easter week is coming up and we're celebrating that and then even the easter season which is longer than lent which again shows us that the the church loves fasting but it loves celebration and rejoicing more lent 40 days easter 50 need i say more
0: Hmm. yeah I think for Easter, the biggest thing for me to always remember is that Easter is 50 days. So doing something little every single day to celebrate. So I don't know. I was kind of contemplating what I'm going to do for Easter. I have an Easter devotional that I'll probably be reading. But also I think, and this might sound ridiculous, but I think it's a great idea. I might eat like one piece of candy every day or something for Easter. Um, But like, you know, eating it like intentionally and recognizing like why I'm doing it, I think will make it... um, way of celebrating.
1: I love that, yeah, because I literally, I don't think, realized it until maybe last year or the year before that Easter isn't just Easter Sunday, but it is literally celebrated for an entire season, which are most things in the church. We have Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, Lent, Triduum, Easter, Pentecost, Ordinary Time, literally all those times the church gives us to intentionally celebrate, and they give us ways to do that and live
0: yeah you can also for Easter start listening to all your fave praise songs that you know have that that word we don't say in Lent in it I'm not going to say it because we're recording this during Lent but you probably know and if you don't give me a text and I'll tell you the word
1: (laughs) DM
2: us (laughs) (laughs) you DM over Spotify (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, if anyone could hear that, Haley just asked if you could
0: DM over Spotify.
1: <laughs> well, there's probably a way in the dark.
2: Now. I think <laughs> it be a really great <laughs> in contact with your favorite playlists. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna say, okay, moving on! <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I would say also just one more last thing, aside from like different Saint feces and whatnot, is your confirmation Saint. Like, that should be a person you celebrate because whether you really know why you chose them or not they're they're kind of your pal and <laughs> so either they chose you or they chose you <laughs> so you can celebrate them
0: mm-hmm.
1: yes learning more about their story in any way yeah to, to do that is really beautiful
0: mm-hmm. Wow. I hope this wasn't too much overwhelming information for anybody, but truly this has been a fabulous conversation for me.
1: (laughs) I agree. I really love this topic of liturgical living. So hopefully you can check out our mom blogs. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I
0: hope we write mom blogs someday.
2: (laughs) What if we create our own mom blog of only liturgical living things? And we have a tab for Haley, Allie, and Taylor.
0: But we're not moms, so it would just be a blog. I know, but it would be a joke, <laughs>
2: Taylor.
1: We would only call it mom blog. <laughs> I want to be a real mom
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, I will say, this is a very little side tangent, but... Um, Jordan and I went to a we've been church hopping to try to find a different like a church to go to and I was literally looking at this one church's website very well done I will say for church websites because most are not top-notch and they had a mom group I was like this is the one I need a mom group you're not a mom but yes (laughs) Taylor you literally said we are all spiritual mothers
0: <laughs> we are all spiritual mothers. However, I am assuming this group, I'm not for sure, but I am assuming it was made for physical mothers. Maybe. But I guess you should give them a DM over Spotify just to make sure.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Great advice. <laughs> okay, lady. <ladies. laughs> this has gotten too far. Sorry. Um, how's the gardener been working in y'all's hearts this week? Mm-hmm.
2: I think this week the Lord has been reminding me that I can just draw close to him at any point during the day and not just during my prayer time. So throughout the day I've just been calling upon him to ask for his grace and his mercy and he's been kind of reminding me to always come back to him even in the times where I fall away just like a little bit just to like redirect my gaze towards him always and to remember what my main goal in life and that's just to love and to be loved and that's the only thing that I really need to do. And so trying to take a step back from a busy schedule, or just a really long to-do list to just remember why I'm here on earth.
0: Yeah, I think for me, just to kind of prepare myself for Holy Week a bit, I've been sitting a little bit more um, in Jesus's passion, which is not a place I always like to sit, because it hits so personally, um, because we are all the ones who are nailing him to the cross, and it hurts so much to like think about that, but Every time we sin, we like dig the nail a little deeper. Um, But it's been just like good for me to recognize that, but then also to recognize how Jesus responds. He never condemns the people who are doing that. He says, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Um, And so recognizing that, yes, of course my sin is ugly and it's horrible and it's bad, but Jesus wants to forgive me. Um, So if I allow him that space, he's going to, and he's going to work really beautiful things through it. Allie? Allie?
1: Yeah, I would say for me, I've really just been sitting, really enjoying my time before him in the, either in adoration or just in the blessed sacrament. And it just overwhelmingly, he just reminded me like you are with the source of peace himself right now. Um, and so just really entering into that prayer time and then using it um, to really give him that space, because he's also just revealed some areas of my heart that he would like to work on. And so like the gentleman he is, he is patient and he waits for me to give him that space. Uh, and so I'm also kind of hoping going into these last couple of days in this week of Lent, to be able to give him the space that he needs to do some restoration and transformation in my heart with the time that he has left so that we can just truly enter into the glorious resurrection come Easter. Uh, so yeah, just working on those wounds so that they be, can become glorified, I think is where he's... He's working. Uh, Taylor, do you want to close us in prayer tonight?
0: Yeah, I would love to. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Sweet, sweet Jesus. I come to you tonight in just total Thanksgiving. Thank you for this conversation with Haley and Allie. I thank you for just carving out the space in our day to sit down and just chat, chat about something that is so near and dear to all of our hearts, which is liturgical living. We know that you delight so much um, in how we live out the liturgical seasons. We know that you see every one of our efforts and that you are celebrating right there beside us. You're right there with us as we eat the cookie or as we put on our blue dress or anything else that we do to celebrate you and your saints we ask that as we prepare our hearts for Holy week and for Easter, that you really help us to um, discover the ways in which you desire us to live out your liturgical calendar, just a little bit more intentionally. We ask that you just place um, ideas on our heart that you help us to just live them out to the best of our abilities. We thank you for the gift of celebration. Um, and we just thank you for the gift of this life as well. We ask this all in your most holy and precious name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen.
2: Thank you so much for walking with us today. We hope that you can encounter the gardener of your soul this week. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at Living in the Garden Podcast and tune in with us next week.
0: Until then, peace out.